Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. All right. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the outdoor show this morning is Jake. All right, let's head over to Venice, Louisiana. Let's check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat, see what he's up to. Jeffcoat, what's happening? Oh, man. Just going through the grill, Mickey. Matter of fact, I'm in Cleveland right now. I am. Back in town. Yep. Uh, finished up Saturday afternoon and went up Sunday, come home, and. Uh, had a few things I need to take care of, and I'm heading back Sunday and go through the grind. Oh, uh, well. this is pretty slammed up, and so got the phone call in two weeks now, and just a lot going on. So I needed to come on, but I won't be back till after Labor Day now. So. Well, at least you get to come home. Yeah. That old drive getting old. That's a pretty good little 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 run there. Yeah. You know, when I ten it's it's not an enjoyable highway no more. And there's so much construction to I don't think they're ever gonna get through with that mess at at Orange at the border. I mean they've been working on that for years, but they're just not making no progress on it. You know, they made a little bit going east, but coming back west, I mean, my God. I mean, you have to slow down to about 15 miles an hour when you come across that border. Get past the rest area, and they've got just a mess right there. I mean, it's uh, mm. not no fun. So, other than that, everything's good. Fishing started picking back up a little bit before I left, and then I talked to some of the boys. Yesterday, matter of fact, it's back home now. So, just had to get past that old moon. And, like you said, everybody you talked to last week, too, was the same situation, you know, and just slowed it down. But, um, I'm fortunate enough I got that river, so, always got that current. So, it makes a lot of difference. 
lot of difference. So, you know, our whole deal now is just that bait situation. You've got to follow it because I'll be running in passes, and, you know, yesterday it was just everywhere you look was bait. And then you go back the next day, and that bait's done left that area. I mean, it's it, it's just a big migration going on right now, and right, all headed north. But then I keep hearing them boys up around um, up north of us, up there, Delacro and all that. They're not they're not having that great run up there, and I, I don't understand why they're Man, not. Them fish should already be there by now. Yeah, well, you know, they should have been I, I getting think, them. Yeah, I think it happened last year too. Though I think them fish just got by them, you know. And you know they don't, you know, you don't fish the river up that way. So right, but I think that's what's happened. I think the fish are in that river up there. And, but it's always changing. So, like I said. Um, I talked to Brent Ballet yesterday. He's been in Colorado for two weeks and just got back and fished a couple of days. He said, what happened to all the grass? <laughs> I said, well, something eat it. I think it's that salt water eat it. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see what takes place. I know the wild rice situation is it's non-existent this year. So, when past yeah, you were telling me that last year, too. Yeah. You know, in the past five years, wild rice has just been unbelievable. But when you get a green river in June, July. Yeah, salinity controls that, right? Too much salinity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. the same way with the coontail and everything else, especially that coontail. They can't, that coontail can't take much salt, you know. So, And that's a shame because... That's the habitat for all them babies to grow up in. Mm-hmm. Cover. You know, yep. They have cover going. for them fingerlings, them hatchlings. Yep. Well, we got all that rose oak cane. They can go swim around up in it. So, they got plenty of places still to hide. You know, with all the storms y'all had, too, you got a lot of that cane that's just broke off and it's underwater. It's making good structure, too, habitat, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, our cane really bounced back this year. Um, Did it? Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Matter of fact, some of them little blow-throughs out there on the outside, you know, that wasn't a boat wide, that blowed through. I noticed the other day that that cane had done filled them little gaps back in. And I just wish we could get some years without no storm. So, because this Venice is, um, it's, I don't know what you would call it. It's on the verge, though. It could really go south or or it could go north. I don't, you know, it's just it's a lot. Mother Nature, it's all Mother Nature. Let's just put it that way. So, but um, we're still losing, losing the coastline so fast it's unreal. So That's been a big issue in Louisiana for a lot of years now. You know, oh, the, yeah. Oh, habitat loss with the you know the erosion thing and I, uh, the storms know, man they really accelerated that you know all those you straight bet. years with all those storms it it puts a hurt on things yeah but well, we don't have no protection nowhere 
we have no outer protection anymore. No. And, you know, so uh, I was running the other day, and guy was sitting up there on seat with me, uh, pretty knowledgeable, and he was looking at my machine, and he said, Captain, ain't this where land's supposed to be on that court of that machine? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be used to be. Right <laughs> I said, for about another mile out there was land, and he said, oh, really? I said, well, yeah, really. You know, so it just unbelievable. And, you know, they made a big deal out of that Spanish project, or Spanish past project, and, I mean, okay, uh, I get it, but I don't get it. When you could have, you could put all that land outside instead of inside. I mean, yeah. the project was, you know, it, it it was on the inside of the system, and I just don't get it. I mean, I guess it was just handy, and, you know, somebody had that in their mind to make the Spanish Pass projects a big deal, and they did. I mean, it made the news. I mean, what was the cause for that? What was their explanation for, for that project itself oh, it's, anyway? Well, it, it was going to protect us. But, I mean, we yeah. had... Miles and miles well, and miles of protection. The adverse conditions put, come from the outside. Why not put it on the outside to block yeah, that? And they, and they put it on the inside. Well, that's that doesn't make any sense. No. They, Unless they know something we don't they, know. They didn't. Absolutely did not. They actually probably put a hurt. It's kind of like closing. They kind of done a deal kind of like closing rollover pass, except... Mm-hmm. Except this was on the inside, not on the outside. They went between, I'll tell you how this deal goes, because you'll understand it. They went between, say, the levee there on the west side and the wagon wheel. Right. They went from right where you come off the four lane and go on to the two lane, go to the marinas. Right. They started right there. They started right there and went actually due west between it and the wagon wheel. Because I don't been in the country I mean in the uh in there where they've put it and there's so much dead water in there now that it's unreal. Yeah. They actually trapped some fish. That have no So where'd they, they put have, all the spoil? That's what I'm talking about. They started right there. That's, they pumped it out of the river. They pumped that sand out of and the river. And they just landed, okay, they landed from where two four lane goes to two lane and just run it west towards wagon wheel? No, between the wagon wheel and, say, going straight towards Empire. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, wow. Man, I, I mean, need, there's... I need to make a trip the, down there with you and come look at all that. that. I probably wouldn't even recognize a lot of that stuff. Oh, you wouldn't. They put, they cut off, you used to, I mean, you still can, you run around the wagon wheel, and mm-hmm. used to be three ways to go back into Yellow Cotton Bay. Right. And that's where it went across. It went across Yellow Cotton Bay. Oh, man. And so, there's just one uh, little pass that you can go around the wagon wheel, go, hang a right, and go back into Yeah, because they had to leave that open. 
so they put they they put a gap there. But there's two more of them little old canals that dumped out up there further, I guess would be east. They just went right across the mouth of them, shut them off. So there's no flow. No flow. They, they cut all that off. Yeah, that's yeah, like stopping up no rollover. Yeah, there's no flow coming out of the wagon wheel, but in one one place now. Mm. It used to be several places. Well, there's still a little bitty you know, pipeline and stuff like that that's dumping there. But I know a guy's done went in there in one of the places that they cut off, and he, he went in there for about two weeks and just wore them out. But he finally caught them all. So them fish yeah. just trapped. You know, so, Man. so it's interesting. Uh, I just I didn't understand it. And then here we go too. So that was supposed to go across Yellow Cotton, all the way into Coquette Bay, which is Coquette is before that'll be the bay before uh, you get up to Empire up there. And they maybe got within a mile of where they were supposed to go and then they shut it down. So all that federal money that they got and they still didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Tiger Pass last year. Right. You know, they get down there to the end of it. Man, it's gonna make it like it used to be, you know. And then shut it shut it down. Shut it down. Never made it to the jetty. I mean the jetties are getting to the point out there now that they're gonna disappear under the water and well, somebody's going to get hurt. So, boy, boy, boy. Yeah, there's a lot of areas down there that's that you know need to be taken care of, but they're not. And somebody's going to wind up getting hurt. There's getting to be too many boats, and uh, I don't know. We'll see what takes. There you go, folks. Problems coastwide. <laughs> we have problems everywhere. Yeah, it ain't just yeah. That's top to bottom good. now. It ain't just in the middle. It's top to bottom. So, real quick before I let you go, have uh, you heard any more on any kind of uh, limit changes or reductions or increases no, or anything no. on what Louisiana Fish and Wildlife are going to do with all those proposed ideas? Absolutely not. Only thing they got going on that I know of right now, there's big sting on guys that don't have license, and that's. Only thing I know. Yeah. So, but no, not one single word. It's like There's snapper. A, I figured they done closed. They done closed what? Snapper? No, I figured oh. they would have done. Got oh, close you to figured it. they would have done closed it? Okay. Yeah, but then I hear that they wasn't, but about uh, July fourth, I think they was talking about it wasn't, but at like fifteen percent of the quota count. Well, that's so. I mean, that red snapper situation. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, look, I don't want to get on soapbox, but I'm there. <laughs> I do it every day. And we cry about the sharks. The shark situation is out of hand. We cry about the red snapper. There ain't enough red snapper. Well, <laughs> you better come live in my world for a little while, and I'll show you a little different. Oh, I mean, they're biologists. For, remember who's counting this? Can't count. He needs to go back to school learning his math a little better because it's unreal. I mean, it's, you know, just like I told you the other day about them 12, 10, 12-inch 12 snipers. 
I've never seen them like that. Ever. I've never really? seen. No, I've never seen. I've never run into them juvenile sniper like they are right now. I mean, and everybody's complaining about it because you get them little ones on and then you get the sharks. And I mean, it's just, it's hard to go. It's, it's not simple to go and just run out there and catch you. Everybody's three red sniper, you know, within 30 minutes or sometimes 15 minutes. You can't do that now. I mean, it's just, I mean, if you do, you're getting lucky. Yeah. And ever, everybody's talking about it. You know, it's just took all the fun out of it, you know, and then all the weights that these sharks are eating, my God, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's something else. Oh, well, glad they don't eat people. <laughs> We'd be I in trouble. The <laughs> I wouldn't get the water. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've seen some of them frenzies. Do. Don't even stick your toe in the water. No, sir. Oh, well. All right, Mike. Well, I got to run, buddy. I'm glad you're back in town. Somebody wants to call you about uh, coming coming over to Venice and fishing with you. How do they get a hold of you, bud? Hey, give me Give me a call at 832-338-9376. Get us on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing. And come see us. we got some openings in September. Our energy line, August, is kind of booked up now. So but got plenty of stuff in September. So got cool. the kids back to school. Come go fishing. All right, man. Well, Mike, have a good one. Enjoy your time with your family, and I'll talk to you Saturday, buddy. Stay oh, safe. yeah, I'm having a blast around here. <laughs> I bet you are. It's nice and cool. Later. Nice yeah. weather. Later, oh, man. my God. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> All right, buddy. See you. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to talk about 13 Fishings Concept Reels. You know what I like about them? They're sleek. They're stylish. And they're just, just what it, you know you expect from 13 Fishing. The all-new Concept Series Reels, they're more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with... All the great features that seasoned anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings that cast like a dream. And the concept, it even has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system that can stop even the toughest inshore giants. And concept series reels and 13 fishing, they boast a dead stop and a reverse system, an airhead line guide, and some of the sweetest handles you've ever put your hands on. And all this is streamlined into a package to wrap your hand around for maximum comfort, castability, and control stop by your local retailer demand to learn more about 13 fishing concept reels or check them out on the web at 13fishing.com that's concept reels from 13 fishing make your own luck sports radio 610 presents the outdoor show with captain mickey eastman good morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show 521 here in the bayou city Let's run down to G-Town now. Let's check in with Captain James Blog, Tiki Allen, see what he's up to this morning. I hear wind or tackle boxes blowing away in the background. Blog, what's up? What's up, buddy? What's happening? Nothing. Just running across the bay. <laughs> What'd you shut her down? <laughs> I shut her down, buddy. So I, uh, talk. Just for me. <laughs> like them guys talking to me when we're running. Dude, I can't hear nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell a whole story and I'm just nodding my head like, man, I don't know. I don't know what he said. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> well, it looked like it calmed down a little bit from what it was this morning. It ain't yeah. like it's dead slick, but... 
Anyway, yeah. we'll go see what happens, man. Yeah, ain't bad. They're only calling for 15 to 25 today, so that's, you know. Well, here's what happens. You get about two hours, two or three hours, maybe two and a half, but they're about eight, nine o'clock, and it'll, it'll, it'll fade out. It'll be, it'll get nice. It just don't last very long. I mean, you look at it, you look at the graph, how it goes, and it's done the same thing every day. Yeah. And if you're sitting in them, you might catch something. If you ain't, you probably ain't going to catch nothing, but you'll get, you'll get a little lay down, and then, not much after that, about a quarter to 12, 12 o'clock, here she comes, man, then it gets, then it gets it. Then the tide goes out like nine miles, so afternoons, right. I don't think it's too peachy. But you get a little window right there in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, but then, man, Mickey is tough right now. You know, it's, we had a decent day, day before yesterday, whatever it was, and I've had a couple of real bad ones. It's, uh, Man, it's just, you know, the fish ain't biting, tough fishing, and, you know, the wind and stuff, you know. It just seemed like every other day, like, Sunday was terrible. Was like, terrible. It, there wasn't no lay down. There wasn't no nothing. may have been the worst boat ride I've had in a long time. Monday wasn't terrible. Tuesday was kind of terrible. So, we'll, you know, we'll see what the day has. It just, you know, high pressure just sitting right on top of us, man. Yeah. It got like this in like 2000, 2001. The whole summer stayed like this. That's when I left. That's when I left and went to Texas. I guarantee you look over there, I bet it ain't blowing over there right now. I bet you it's $100. I need look. Well, I can do that pretty quick. What's it blowing in Pilot Town? Go right there at the end of South that's, Pass. That's where I'm headed right now. Let's see what we have. Seven. Yeah. Pilot Town is uh, south south southwest at seven. Mm-hmm. What have you got? Uh, man, where was that other? One? Still like on, on this side of the river. Boothville is uh, six. Six. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, out in the Gulf at well West Delta buoy out there showing eighteen. Really? Yeah. Grand Isle buoy is six. Yeah, the Grand Isle buoy is usually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you'll get a lot, lot less wind over there. Hey, I used to get up at the, at the, at Cypress Cove, and there's one little old bush. That's my smoke like a chimney. I go down there to smoke. I look at that one bush. If one leaf moved on it, it wasn't going to be good. But you sit there long enough, smoke your cig, and none of them leaves move. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> but uh, nah man, we're just doing the best we can what we got, bro. It's uh it's not stellar. You know, we land on something that calms down there that will most stretch and catch some fish, but uh it's tough, it ain't no different than nobody else going through. No, it's uh Pretty tough for everybody, coast wide. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, do the best you can. And, you know, I don't know if this, this wind's going to lay down this summer, man. And you're not both seeing it like this. But, you know, remember that one year in Turney Bay, it would blow southwest in the morning hard, and then you'd get dead calm in the middle of the day, and then you right. It's really kind of like that, except the lay down in here that long. This year is like a like a two-hour deal, man. 
No, then we get you know a lay down for the rest of the day. It wouldn't come back up till late, late in the evening. Yeah, so we were you know going home, and it was always bumpy and nasty in the morning. But you know, it's better just lay down here. It's, it's short lived. And I drove into the wind. I come from way north there the other day, day Thursday, whatever day it was, and it was calm. I say calm, you know, five six miles an hour, was nothing. And uh, Hell, I drove into the wind. I said, man, look at all these white cats. Further I went south, the wind just got. So, I don't know. Cameron and Fix have a, it's going to be a little sporty on them this weekend. I just looked down there at Fort Aranda's at the buoy. I looked at the East Brakes, it was blowing 20. Well, that's not good. That's going to be bumpy. Yeah, and boys down there, they don't care. When do they start fishing? Tomorrow? No, they leave today at noon. Oh, noon today? As soon as you clear them jetties, you can drop them out right there to win the jetties. So, uh, which, now, which event is this? Which tournament That's is this Bill, in Port A? Bill Fish, yeah, in Port A, Bill Fish, Pachanga. So, okay. A lot of boats. Boys now, when's the Lone Star shootout? Next weekend. That's, boy, they're all coming... Coming together here, yeah. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to fish in that one. You are well, cool. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I, I got probably catch more out. billfish than you can trout right now. <laughs> Maybe right. Hey, if I do, we get to go get us a big old check, man. <laughs> Boy, big would, check. wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> but them boys in Port Aranda's, this down there, they don't care. That's why they buy seventy foot boats. They fish in Sandy. They don't care. They get to them hey, when you got a 70-footer, you don't back down from nothing. Just go. Them boys go down there. They don't, they don't care. They, it ain't, there ain't no weather watching down there, man. Them boys no, go. let's roll. Yeah. You know, 70-footer, you can pop out down there and uh, just put her on about 30 knots and never look back. Yeah, them boys down there in Fort Rand, they get the breeze down there. They're going. They're they fishing down there. Right. A lot of weather watchers in Galveston. Well, we're all we're all uh, we're, we're gun shy up here. Well, it is what it is. Uh, Austin and I had a good trip. They caught a blue, got their snapper. Caught they caught eight wahoos. Caught one wahoo like eighty pounds. Dang. And, uh, they caught eight wahoos. Nice dorados. Cameron caught a really nice dorado. They it was a star. I told you yesterday. It was, Star winner. Ty caught it. Ty was—he's in CCA. So he thought he was automatically in the star. He no, you got to enter the tournament. They chopped up about twenty grand worth of stuff. That ain't good. But uh, I don't know, man. He's getting known. God bless for another one. But you know, a lot of our Southwest wind stuff. But if you ain't got no fish, that's what's kind of hurt us. You know, the wind we caught up in this kind of stuff many times. Just a lot of our Southwest stuff. You know, where we catch them. Man, I can't catch nothing, so man. I have to do other things. So, but anyway, this is what it is. It'd get well, better. the leading Dorado and Star is a thirty-one twelve, uh-huh. and a thirty. Oh, and they got a thirty-one ten. Those are real close to each other. Okay, the thirty-one ten is the one I looked at. So somebody called a thirty-one twelve. There's two of them. Somebody's got a thirty-one twelve on the board. How would you like to be knocked out by two ounces? Oh man! Hey, Blaine beat me out of about two grand. 
in one of your tournaments with three one hundredths of an ounce. Yeah, that's Remember that's that? about three, a weight of a dime. <laughs> three one hundredths of an ounce. Man, that's terrible. I should have took better care of my fish. <laughs> well, at least there's five kingfish filling up the whole board now. And Dorado, there's uh, three Dorado. The smallest one's at 2411. That's that new. That 29,000 snapper we talked about yesterday, that's going to be hard to beat. No, I don't you think that's going to. Yeah, you could probably send that guy his home probably right now. Yeah, probably just go ahead and cut him a check. That's, that's a good one. Well, we sure paying the price now for that all that nice weather we had there for about three or four weeks in May. Yeah, that was uh, that was a false alarm, man. Yeah, that was that was a good little old run there. You know, we had good fish, good weather, everything kind of had the perfect storm for catching them. You know. Yep. This one is the not so perfect storm. Now. <laughs> well. Well, I'll let you get to it. I can hear that old wind blowing in that phone, buddy. I'm wishing yeah. you a good day out there. I can bet you oh, can't man. wait to wet a hook, man. It'd be bad. Hey, there's a hell of a lot worse places we've been out here trying to get <laughs> 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 All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to go find us something. All right. Well, hey, buddy, throw them out a number. Somebody wants to go to the bottom with you. Hey, I think the other day, you asked me to get my number out. I think I gave you your old phone number out. No. I know I did. Did you? I know I did. Yeah, I know I did. Well, that's that's a bad deal because fishing's so good. They need that number, man. (laughs) (laughs) You don't still have it, do you? What, your old number? No, I gave your old number out, the 383 number. You you read off my number? I read off your number. It was well, I didn't get any calls because I don't have that phone anymore anyway. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> All right, man. Phone back seven seven one seven three zero six. There's that's it. That's the number I dialed. All right, All bud. Right. Hey, you have a great time out there. It's going to be epic for you today, buddy. Just uh, hide behind the console and put on a worm. Oh, I know it, buddy. All right, later, man. <laughs> All right, that's Captain James Flog down in G-Town. Well, let's see here. I need to take a minute to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse Croakers, located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their different size bottles, all their regulators, diffusers. They even refill your bottles right there at the store. And if you need more info, call Jason at 281-701-8107. And while you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught Gulf Seafood. If you're looking for live blue crab or... Those big 912 wild caught Gulf shrimp, Boyd's has always got them. Great price, great availability. Call them at 409 945 4001 or boydsonestop.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peak Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 537 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, run down G- G-Town Way, jump the bridge, and head over to 
the island itself and check in with Sharky Marquez this morning. Captain Sharky, what's up? What's up, buddy? A southwest wind. <laughs> you daggum right it is. <laughs> Man, do you go to bed rocking and rolling every night? Well, the last uh, two and a half, three weeks, yes. Yes, I have. Man, my hat's off to you. It's relentless, Mickey. It is relentless. It is strong. It is there. There's Sad. nothing you can do about it or fishing it. It's been uh, it's been quite an adventure, man. Probably one of the roughest Julys I've seen in I don't know. It's got to be several years. And there's you know, no end inside either. <laughs> do what? There's no end inside either. I mean, there's no end in sight, right? It's three, anywhere between three to five foot seas offshore every single day. No matter which way you look at it, it's going to be minimum three footers for the last, you know, three weeks. And, uh, shoot, we snuck out there. Yesterday I got my, my butt whooped pretty bad inshore. But the day before, which was, uh, what is that, Monday, Tuesday maybe? Tuesday, we had a little bit of right. a window. Um, I mean, I say a window, but it was still so bad that we had to go up the ICW, you know, and ride the trough all the way out. Um, but we got out there. I mean, I was one of the only boats. We saw one other boat out there um, all day. And uh, anyway, got our butts up getting out there, caught some big snapper, and, you know, I was like, do I run further out or do I run closer back in, you know, looking for some, some different stuff to catch. Mm-hmm. And the water looked pretty decent, even though it was super rough out there. So I made kind of a weird call and we came back in, um, you know, to that 28, 33 mile mark or whatever it was out there, you know, somewhere in between there. Yeah. He started trolling, man. When we roll up to this spot, birds are diving galore. You know, it's fishy. It's right. fishy. And uh, we end up whacking, I don't know, five or six kingfish out of the deal. Um, trolling through these birds, a couple of big spinach mackerel. And uh, ended up finding some sporadic weeds running from that spot to a different spot. Drive a little feather jig and... Uh, whacked a decent sized mahi on that. So, I mean, it panned out really well for us, honestly. So, it was pretty, it was pretty rough, but, and we caught a bunch of fish. So, but then it kicked right back up on, on Wednesday. I was supposed to be offshore yesterday, and it kicked right back up to that, that point where I'm just, you know, not going to get out there and Had enough. kill my customers <laughs> over it, you know? So, anyway. Hey, it's blowing. It's blowing. What are you going to do today? Well, today I am going to take a day off. <laughs> Bet you'll sit in air conditioning all day. No, not a chance, Miggy. Not a chance, man. We just got to... I, I mean, it sounds nice, but I go stir crazy up in here. We ended up running a trip yesterday pulling the boat out servicing the boat um you know servicing the big boat yesterday put it back in the water 
had kind of a long one yesterday. Uh, relaxed a little bit this morning and and hit the ground running. Um, you know, anyway, help mom with the dock shop area. We got we've been messing around in there, adding stuff. And, you know, there's always something to do in our world. That's for sure. But get ready for this weekend, man. I mean, Friday I've got an offshore trip, um, so tomorrow, and it looks really, really nasty. And then Saturday and Sunday, finally, it drops from three to fours to two to threes. And I've got a you know that veterans tournament that we fished last year and stuck that giant mahi in that wahoo. Um, you know when I was fishing with Naylor. Uh, yeah, that's this. Is that this weekend? That's this weekend. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for it, and it looks like we're actually going to get both days out of the deal, which is just insane, you know, compared to the weather we've had the last two and a half, three weeks. So we'll we'll figure out Friday. I'm not sure if we'll make it offshore or not Friday um, with the three to fours and five foot seas, but for sure. Um, going to be taking the boat up to Freeport on Friday night, hanging out with Jeff and, uh, and going fishing Saturday and Sunday with some, with some awesome vets. So we're looking good. forward to it. That's cool. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Southwest well, wind, baby. Rock and roll. I know. Get the trough, trim tabs down and send it. How's uh how's your inshore boats doing right now? Are they able to muster anything up in this stuff? You know, yesterday, Mickey, I fished inshore and we had old Jetty James and Cajun Chris out yesterday. Um I think it was Shane's first day off in a long, long time. So anyway, uh it was a grind for me big time. And I want to say that Chris, man, he just had a great – Chris and, and James had a great morning, man. It was like – you know, they it wasn't anything like crazy, crazy stellar. They didn't go up there and whack 30 fish or nothing insane like that. But they both put together really nice boxes uh, and made the right calls yesterday morning. Yeah, for the conditions. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think J.J. had – he said like four or five trout over 20 inches that he plucked off at the causeway. Right. Uh, um, and then uh, a couple sheep head, couple pup drum. And then Chris had a, had one big redfish, a handful of, you know, and a handful of uh, pup drum and sheeps. And, uh, you know, we caught a big shark and a pup. And then I uh, missed a couple other fish. And then I wanted to, cry a little bit because it was just not <laughs> happening for us. I mean, I just grinded Mickey, man. I fished every freaking spot from here to the tip of the jetties, man, and it just I just could not make it happen yesterday. But I had an awesome crew, man. They stayed positive the whole time. And, Tough uh, times at Ridgemont High, like the movie. Hey, this is the way, way it is for everybody right now. It's pretty lean times for this weather pattern we're in this is crazy absolutely i mean this consecutive wind is killing it just making it a little bit difficult for us man the water is is just it doesn't look like july you know last two and a half weeks man it we haven't seen no beautiful nothing really (laughs) we've just been fighting through the 
fighting through the, the wind. Yeah, Southwest stirs it up, man. Them tides bring it in, and it just it's it just disperses everywhere. It sure messes the water up, man. Churns it up. Yeah. It's gotta it's gotta pan out. It's gotta pan out for us uh, for us shortly, man. You know, it's it's gotta turn around, and I bet you when it does, it's gonna be just a massacre. It's going to just be, you give me a week of calm weather and we're going to put some crazy fish on that, on that deck. I promise, you know, it just day number two of it, maybe even day number two, probably day number three of, you know, it not blowing 20 miles an hour. It's going to be crazy. Those fish are going to come back in and start feeding on the bait and it's going to be a good thing, man. So, well, hopefully it'll lay down for the weekend for that warrior's deal the veterans yeah that'd be awesome man that'd be awesome they, they've they've had it tough enough they need they need a break <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. you know did I didn't know. you catch a lemon shark last week yeah i did a giant a giant lemon shark man i mean it was huge it was huge i thought i saw where you caught a lemon yeah yeah i thought you know i <laughs> I had a uh, I had a young buck on that reel, and he was cranking on that thing, man. I said, you know, I put out a, a a giant piece of bait on this reel, and I said, we actually drove with it before we threw the anchor. We were right. we were gonna anchor, you know. So I always I always like to do that. The customers love it too because they're like, oh, what's happening? You know, what are you doing back here? So we'll drop out the bait, you know, like five hundred yards away from where we're going to throw the anchor and just let that line you know that way i can scan past my other rods and and not you know stick that thing up in a rod holder and not have to worry about uh Mm. casting a giant chunk of bait out you know right and i said man what were you using for bait it was a uh what was it i think a giant chunk of ray is what we ended up popping it on it was big though. Yeah, it was like five pound chunk of ray. Man. And, uh, yeah, I mean that thing started howling, and we fought it for gosh, I don't know, thirty, forty minutes or something like that. Ended up going live maybe twenty, twenty five minutes into the fight. I'm thinking for sure, you know, it's a big sandbar or maybe kind of like rolling real slow like a big bull, and that thing came up, man. And I, I was kind of. I, I kept giving young bucks some trouble, you know, I was like, come on, man. Like we got, <laughs> you know, I got a trip tomorrow, you know, dang. Right. <laughs> Just with him. Man, that thing came up and I said, holy smokes. I cannot believe you reeled that fish in that fast. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the All right, buddy. Well, hey, man. I just go with the flow if somebody wants to call you about uh booking going offshore or inshore with you guys down there how do they get a hold of you sharky come on with it man i think the weather's fixing to make a turn for us so uh it should be should i'm gonna hold up on our website it's outcast fishing with no g charters.com you can check out our trip packages pricing and availability on the website hope everybody has a blessed blessed rest of their week and in the weekend, be safe. God bless y'all. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Michael, you take care, buddy. All right, stud. All right. I'll see you, man. Too, Thank man. you. All right. All right. Now let's go up to uh, Sam Rayburn. Let's check in with Randy Dearman this morning. Randy, good morning. How are you, buddy? Oh, it's all all right, Captain Mick. How about you? 
No, just hot and windy. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I've had enough. I, I've had enough, too. I'm telling you. It's just I'm about to melt down when I'm about to. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and you, I can make it till about, you know, 11, 30, 12, 12, 30, 12, 30. That's it. We're done. That's time to cut her, cut her loose. Head to the I dock. Wrap them up. Oh, it's, uh, I'm telling you, they, uh, they messed up sitting on them satellites up there. They knocked holes in the, in the sky and down in the sun <laughs> yeah. and get through the fry Oh, man. It's been going on forever, but we got to blame it on something. I know it wasn't, it used to be when we run around down there, it wasn't, wasn't this hot back then. Well, we were a lot younger. You don't notice that heat till you get old. <laughs> I drink Once you get old, water. the cold and the heat are different. You know, you yeah. get colder and you get hotter. The way it is. I'm ready for winter. Do you got any kind of crappie bite going on right now in this mess? It it has slowed down, Mickey. It really I has. bet it has. Uh, you know, but we're still catching the decent I'm saying decent amount you know you go out there and we were catching the last few trips here we had you know like in the high 30s low 40s you yeah know. but uh, you know when you're so used to catching a hundred or so it uh, it seems terrible but uh, I know that's uh, we talk about that all the time that's the way it is uh, at least you're catching something. Know. Better than nothing. I mean, it, it always slows down some, you know, in the dead dead middle of the summer. But uh, I just seems like slower than normal. Well, it's early heat waves got a lot to do with it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It just you go and give it a hundred percent, put out new brush and. Uh, what, what really don't make no sense is, you know, you'll catch, you know, today, you know, 15 on, on the first little old pile you stomp on and go to the next one, just catch three or four on it. Yeah. Tomorrow when you go back, well, I know we're going to catch a, you know, have a little action right there pretty good for a little bit and you get one bite on it, you know, and it's just... I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Why? Yeah, I guess it's just so hot that they're, uh, you know, staying up shallow, you know, out over that deep water mm-hmm. when there's some bait and not, uh, I think, uh, the oxygen content's probably not as good, you know, down deeper. So yep. maybe a swim. All right, buddy. Well, I thought I'd check in and see what was up. Somebody wants to call you and want to, they're coming up that way and want to make a quick crappie trip, get it all in before noon. How they get a hold of you, man? Hey, 936-328-0864. We'll sure do our best to get them a nice box of fish, Mick. Hey, I know you will, man. You the man. All right, Randy. Well, stay hydrated. We'll see you, brother. All right, Captain Beck. Bye. Later. All right, that's Randy Dearman up on the Big Sam. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.